back at it again with another podcast. Back at it again with another podcast. You know what it is. That was disgusting. It's Wednesday. What just came out of your mouth? Nothing. Maybe a little water is fine. I just drink some. (laughs) But it's Podcast Wednesday. Guppy Podcast. You already know what it is. Best day of the week. Hump day halfway through the week. You know what I'm saying? Happy. And we're here to help you through it. We're here to help you through the rest of the week. And y'all question, why Wednesday? Like, what's special about a Wednesday? It's because it's halfway through the week. It's it's not it's not Friday. It's, it's not Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little, little by, by when, you know how Monday be like, people are like, I hate Mondays. Mondays are all right. But when you get to Wednesday, you be like, all right, I'm halfway through. And you can make it the rest of the way too, buddy. It's all downhill from here? <laughs> Maybe? I, or, I mean, I, I, through the week, yes, but uphill in your life. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like, ain't going down. We but you, only but going you, up. But you're on the you're on the you're on the uh, descent of the week. You know what I'm saying? But so. the incline of life. Facts. <laughs> incline of life on the descent of the week. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly why we drop these things on Wednesdays. Y'all may not listen to them on Wednesdays. Y'all may listen to these every day. I mean, if you if you going back and just trying to catch up, who knows what you do? I mean, that's what I do. I don't really listen to a sermon on Sunday because that's whenever the sermon was dropped. No, I will. I listen to sermons out of time. Yeah, probably my most used app in my phone is YouTube or Apple Podcasts. Not listening to my own podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I listen to other people's podcasts. Like last week, we talked about Tim Ross. Tim Ross in the basement. That's one yeah. of the one of my most listened to podcasts right now. Yeah, and then I listen to uh, sermons on 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 YouTube. Just different people. Different Gotta pastors. stay filled up. Facts. Be filled. That's what the word says. <laughs> Be filled. Be being filled. That's what the word says. Like legit. Be being filled. What does that mean? Continuously be filled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just something you do on Sundays. Understand that I've not arrived. We live in a we live in a life, especially like if we live in we live in a world we live in a world like we do, and we see the things we see every day. Like if I'm not in the word, then everything else around me is filling me. Then people's attitudes filling me. Then, then how people drive past me and maybe zoom past me or cut me off is filling me. The the what the TikTok I'm watching that made me feel uneasy filling me. Or or some video game I'm playing about shooting and, and and doing this or whatever it is filling me. You know, all these different things are filling me. So that's why the word says be being filled continuously because he God understood how much of everything else will fill us. And I didn't even mean to go in like that. Yeah, you went in from the, real, from the, real but, clear from, but the, from the tippity top. But that's, no, but that's, that's good, fact, yeah. Because at man. the end of the day, we will be filled up with something. So the question is, what are you eating on? What are you, you know, what, what are you, you allowing? allowing? What are you, yeah. <laughs> facts, what are you allowing to fill you? Yeah. You know? Sounds good. <sighs> well, obviously, we are back at it again with another one for you guys. Um it's uh you know we're really close to our youth conference. Uh, we about a week and a half away. Week and a half, yep. We yeah. had Holvi uh Holvi sent us a video um this week actually. Yep. Uh you know just uh talking about how he's excited about coming to the youth conference. So did, it's going to be good. Didn't look that excited, but <laughs> I was, say what? <laughs> whenever he was making the video like his facial expression didn't say like it's I'm excited. He a cool I, I know, I know. He cool. I'm like I know him. Like that's my boy. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, go, we cool. We cool. Nah, we about to though. Yeah, about the same age. Actually, he nah, was, he he younger than me. Actually, yeah, he's uh, he about like twenty two, maybe. He's born in ninety nine. Same so age as Bree, twenty three then. Yeah, because she's a year younger than the year. You know, that's how that's how I keep up with a her. A year age. younger than the, the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, or, a year older than the year. Yeah, since yeah, it's 2022. Yeah. She's 23. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Facts. I'll keep up sense. with it. And our anniversary's on April Fool's Day. So, <laughs> something's like, well, that's when we started dating. I guess our, our new anniversary. Do, do, do we get rid of the anniversary when we started dating? Or do we just like, because we're married now. So, do we just keep up with that? I mean, that's that's up to y'all. We, so that's uh, sep- September 6th. Mary Elizabeth and I, um, we... She's never been the type of person that's been like big on remembering dates and like things like that. Like low key, we were about three years into our marriage before she had my birthday memorized. You're lying. So, so I could not tell you, uh, that's not something that we like kept like when we started dating. Mm -hmm. I know we started dating. It was like the summer of. So you don't even know. Uh, the summer of. Summer of 69. No, 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 no. You got that, daddy. I know you did. Summer of 2014, I think. August, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say the only reason I remember because I mean, I probably would have made myself remember. But an easy way for me to remember that is because it's on April 1st, April 1st. And also, like, her brother's birthday is the 4th of April, and then her birthday is the 31st of the last month. So it all just all fall, in, fall in. I'm like, we just stick with that wedding anniversary, October 3rd. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, so yeah, we coming up on our first year anniversary, September sixth. Oh, man, it don't even seem like it's been that you long. Said September, you mean November? I did say September. I was sitting November. there thinking, I was like, Hold I said on, September we, twice September sixth, gone. <clears throat> November sixth, yeah, my November bad. November sixth, my bad. November, yeah. So November sixth yeah, coming up. About to be a year. Coming up on a year, How's bro. How's it feel? I mean. How long are we still newlyweds? <laughs> like, I mean, when we tell people, they be like, "Oh yeah, y'all still." Yeah, people. So, I mean, people I, I guess newlyweds for for a while. <laughs> I mean, y'all probably still newlyweds. People, Pastor Dawsey still calls us newlyweds. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. But we, um, it's funny because people talk about how the first year of marriage is "quote unquote" the hardest year. I hope. I, I hope so. Like, I hope it get better from here. <laughs> like. Yeah. I yeah. hope each year, I hope each year, shoot, I mean, that's kind of, it's a paradox, really, like, you hope this year is your hardest year, but it's also your best year, yeah. and so, like, your next year will be better, but also will be hard because you're doing more type stuff so you got to like really be more responsible so it's hard in a sense, but it's also the best because you have more responsibility because you're doing more. Yeah. So uh, that, and that's how that's how I, I see it in a sense. So yeah, I get that. So yes, it's the best year of my life, but it's also the hardest year of my life because I had to do more. Yeah, but it's also fulfilling because I, I, I God can trust me with more. You know. Yeah. Our first year, our first year of marriage was, um, our first year of marriage was a breeze. Like it was, it was <laughs> really, it was easy. I wouldn't easy say our first sailing. year. Our first year has been hard. I mean, I mean, it's just really getting getting because black unlike you. We dated for five yeah, yeah. years before we, dated we got for married. Like five months, yeah. So, <laughs> so the thing, and True like story. whenever <laughs> that's a fact. So when we had our marriage counseling and stuff, and we all just like we talked to our our marriage counselor, Pastor Jeremy, the, the man himself. Yeah, uh, we went through it, and like he was like, "Oh, so he's like, oh, y'all been together, so like this gonna be easy for y'all." Like yeah. <clears throat> he's like, "Y'all already know the stuff about each other." Like just saw his next step is gonna be like living together. I was like, yeah. "Well, yeah." And so that's basically what it was. Cause we we know each other. We know what we like. We know what we don't like. We know what we need to do to 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 uh, please, yeah fulfill each other, please each other type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and so and it's just 
of of doing it, you know, just of living that life. So, <clears throat> excuse <Yeah>. me, <clears throat> but it was it was easy, you know? yeah. not not easy, but it's it's still it's still a job. <laughs> it's it's you got to be purposeful about it, and that's with anything, like with whether it's marriage, being a Christian, you know, having waking friends, up early, you know, going to school. Yeah, that's like, the big. Yeah, you you got to live purposefully yeah you just got to be purposeful about you know i'm choosing to um you know i'm choosing love today i'm choosing to get up early enough to make it to school on time i'm choosing to walk in the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. today i'm choosing to read my bible today i'm choosing and that that's the thing and and see for me like understanding when i make those decisions like for me i'm just like okay that that tells me i'm in control of my life Thanks. like i'm not just um you know i'm not you know anxious through the day because i'm late or you know doing whatever that like no i'm not letting my feelings run my life and run my day no i'm in control um i'm going to make sure i do whatever i need to do i prepare myself to be the best father the best husband the best whatever i can be um so that uh so that i know that one I'm available and ready to be used by God because that's another, that's the other side of it. Like when I feel like I'm just kind of coasting through my life and like running from one thing to another, like I feel like I may potentially miss things that God is trying to slow me down and say, yo, look, I need you to talk to this person today. Like, or, you know, Hey, uh, I brought this person up in your spirit, but you were so busy focused on, um, you know, you're so busy scrolling on TikTok, You like you, you missed that. I needed you to pray for this person. Like, so, so just choosing, uh, choosing every day to be purposeful about the decisions that we make and uh, the life that we live Thanks. so important. And like you, what you're talking about is exactly defined as spiritual maturity. Yeah, a spiritual maturity, and and that, and what that is 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 you don't allow outside um, circumstances to to sway how you're going to react. Because yeah. I mean, one, the only thing we can control is how we react. It's not, I can't. I mean, I can, I can pray for somebody all day, but until that person wants to like, okay, yes, like I, I do want to do what, what you're praying for me as. And so, so <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was just, I was just saying that this may, this may shake a little, uh, some people cause, um, but it, the truth, the, like the truth is like, if somebody's coming up for like healing and, and, and if my, if I believe that God can heal, cause God can heal you. Right. But if your faith is not at that level of believing that God can do this or even open to God doing this in your life, you won't see it. Yeah. And until you get to that place, then. And see, and that's exactly where I was about to go. I have a, um, <clears throat> like I'm in a place where I believe I can I can learn and grow from anyone like Facts. because everyone out there has lived different li- a different life than I have they've experienced different things so I can learn from anyone 100%. but at the end of the day if your faith level is not at the same level as mine or higher like I, I'm very not skeptical but like I don't really allow many people to not many people I, if your faith level is lower than mine I have a hard time accepting words from you when it comes to what I can and cannot do or what, you know, God can do through this situation or whatever the case may be, because I just, I have such a high expectation for what God can do. Like through God, all things are possible. And so like, you know, if, if your faith isn't on that level, that's fine. Like, baby, I got enough faith for all of us. But, but like, if, if, like you said, Quentin, if you're not, if people are not open enough to uh the possibility that this may this may work you know i think about the uh the story of the man 
um, who brought his daughter to Jesus. And, um, you know, Jesus is, uh, Jesus is asking him, you know, don't you, you know, don't you have enough faith? Don't you have, don't you believe? Because the man says, you know, Jesus, master, uh, please do this if you can. Like, please heal my daughter if you can. And Jesus looks at him, he says, if you can, like, do you not believe that I can? And uh, the guy, like the, the words that he says, like, it's just so powerful. He's like, he's like, Jesus, you know, I, I believe you are the way I believe, but please help my unbelief. And mm. so that like that tells me, yes, there will be times and situations where, you know, it, 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 it is tough. It's tough. I've been through situations in life when it's been tough. But at the end of the day, like just being open to the to the possibility, like, Lord, look, this is beyond my faith right now. I know I need to grow in my faith or I know I need to grow in this area. But Father God, look, I, I'm, I'm struggling with seeing this, but help the things that I can't see. I, I believe you, but help the part of me that that's struggling to believe. Like it's so it's so important. It's so important. It's so important because when we allow ourselves to get mature through Christ, it's it's whenever we can okay, because because God knows that because Quentin has and Pastor Dallas, they've done these things in their life to to take control over their flesh. And that and that's what that's what we're talking about. When we when we don't allow our flesh to run our lives. And when we when people say like our flesh, uh, we 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 not sub is the word subdue like like uh, restrain when you restrain your flesh yeah. or, or and you you your spirit man has is, is the is who you truly are has power over your flesh. And then you you're going living your daily life and you see like okay, somebody may have just cut me off while I'm driving. I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm going to still go to where I'm going. And I, and if God tells me to pray for somebody because I'm not caught up on that, then I can, I, I, my eyes are open to see what God is doing here. And, and so I, I don't focus on, on outside circumstances. Cause I can't, I, we, we cannot control our outside yeah. circumstances. Like, cause, cause the word says that things are going to happen. Thing, things that we Thing, things because we live in a, a, a fallen world yeah. things like that will happen and we just have to learn not how to uh, not deal with it but to get to a point to where we have dealt with it before it happens and that's kind of weird but because i get up and pray it's like okay i'm telling myself that i have the full body the full armor of god on yeah. i have my breastplate of righteousness my shield of faith my sword my, my 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 sword i got my feet of peace my my belt of truth and all these things on and as, as i go out into the world yes these things may come but as long as i have my shield of faith up and all my my armor on and understanding that god is there with me i'm not going to allow anything to, to come against me so it just rolls right off and it's something like I, I see it as like <laughs> you remember never wet like never wet what yeah. i forgot yeah. all about that <laughs> and and never wet never wet is a it's a it's like this uh, it was like a spray right yeah like like this it's a spray that you can put on your shoes or clothes or different different things and it would just repel water after it dried so in my mind i see it as like i spray myself up with never wet of the world and then when i go out it just like falls right off of me yeah. because i don't even give it a second it thought can't even stick on you. like yeah, it can't yeah. even stick on me and that's just that's just spiritual maturity that's how i get to a place and like okay god regardless of what happens around me i must still be happy i must still be good and you can be too if you just want to listen to what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like but there's times people don't which is fine because i understand it's all a process for other people 
And see, and, and helping people understand that you can have control over your thoughts. You can have control over your feelings. Like I like to, I like to kind of describe it like this. You know, we've got to understand that we're a three part being. You know, 100%. we, we live in a body. We have a soul, but we are a spirit. Yep. Um, and I like the, uh, the car analogy, like the, the car, like if you, if you have a vehicle, let's say a Tesla, cause you know, they, well, nah, they be self driving though. But, oh, you were talking about this last time. Yeah, say, say, say what you gonna say. What you gonna say? Say what you gonna say. Say what you gonna say. Remember this. I got you. I got you. Right, I, but, I, I wanted to say it then, but I was like, I don't want to confuse people. Yeah, Just say what you say. Anyway, so so we're a three part being, um, and I kind of use the car analogy. So like a car is um, a car is like the body. It's our uh, it's our spacesuit. It's what we it's what we use. At the end of the day, the car is just the car though it's not it's not the the person of who i am when i leave this earth when i take my last breath on earth if jesus tarries um then my 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 flesh is going to the ground it's dirt becomes dirt like at the end of the day that's all it is my soul is my mind my will and my emotions people get our soul and our spirit mixed up sometimes but there it's different my yep. soul is like the engine or the computering of the car it helps me function it helps me go i need my mind i need my will and my emotions to function and go throughout my day but at the end of the day it's not the computer it's not the 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 engine that's doing the drive Driving. At the end of the day, there is a driver that's sitting in the driver's seat that's that's making the decisions, and that's my spirit, man. So when Quentin was talking about, you know, uh, not uh, you know starting your day with the uh, the the uh, the armor of God and and praying. That what that what I'm doing is you know strengthening my spirit man and saying okay today I'm 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 functioning by my spirit and not by my flesh or by my uh, emotions um, and so one of the things that I said Sunday was um, I was talking about how you know we live uh, you know using that car analogy and how you know our spirit man is is the one that's driving but nowadays we got self driving cars yeah, and I think yeah. this is where you were going to jump in <clears throat> yeah um, and, and that's what. <laughs> self-driving cars been like and we think of that oh like oh self-driving cars like okay that kind of like de debunks the whole yeah, theory really. yeah 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 but and honestly no because it, the, the point is what what did it take to take to create a self-driving car you got to be very 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 i'm not gonna say smart but you got to <laughs> put so much detail yeah. into creating a self-driving car because we don't want accidents. Nobody wants to get like we don't we don't want no accidents. Right. We want people to be safe. We want all these different things. And so understanding if everybody had self-driving cars, we'd probably be in the safest safest, but we're not there yet. But the point is to create this self-driving car, you got to put so much effort into this. And so to the point to where you have so much faith in this car will not crash and it'll take you to, to place A to point B that you cuz you put so much time into it. You trust the maker. You trust the people who 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 created yeah. it and 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 put it there and you bought it and so that's the thing though so if I if I mm, if I allow God if I if I if I go to God I'm like okay God I understand that so let me let me find out who I am in the Word and it gets to a point to where okay God is like all right yeah I'm with that I'm with that and you're like okay I'm with that and y'all get on the same page about these different things y'all walk and live this life you can get to a place to where certain things don't even affect you anymore you could get to a place to where you're 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 not you're not to the point to where you don't need any more anything else because you'll never get to a point with God. But you're at a place to where that you're you're so mature that you can 
sit and relax under it could be it could be all hell breaking loose around you it could be a, a storm all around you but you got peace because you hold your your firm foundation is on god and so it's like you're coasting you're, you're chilling you ain't yeah. even got it you, you ain't gotta look at the map yeah. you, you you said okay god this way you're gonna take me all right yeah. bet I, i'm gonna just sit in the passenger seat not the driver because i know that you got me yeah. i know that that you're gonna take me there so i'm gonna do what i gotta do right here and and, and while i'm here i'm gonna praise you and this self-driving car gonna get me there because i know my guy got me and i'm not worried about it that's and a good point that's facts so this so uh, yes i understand self-driving car kind of debunks the whole thing but it's to the point it's not what you don't you don't go on coast mode or, or just or just uh what is what is a little, little uh, cruise control. control it's not putting on cruise control it's okay it's a step further it's but, trusting my maker mm-hmm. trusting that my maker is going to take me exactly where so having so much trust and having such a relationship with my maker that i'm trusting that he's going to take so me much exactly so it's a storm but i'm at the bottom i'm at the bottom of the boat taking a nap yeah and everybody else on the boat is tripping they be like bro what is going on jesus in the bottom of the boat <laughs> sleep I don't even know how he sleep on straight wood. I don't even know if they had like a bed. Say nothing about him having a bed. I, did they say he had a pillow or something? I don't know. Point is, he, it's they on a boat. They're just shaking. Jesus just slumped, taking a good old nap. He said, "All right, we going to the other side. I'm gonna get on the boat. Y'all do what y'all got to do. I'm going to take a nap." And that's where that spiritual maturity comes in. Too. When you get to the point where where you can sleep through the storm. <laughs> Like, that's when you know your trust is in God. Like, I don't care what's going on. I don't care about my financial situation. I don't care about the economy right now. I don't care about who's president. I don't care about, uh, and it's not that I don't care, but like at the end of the day, it's not going to affect me. That's not where my source comes from. I'm not dependent on the economy. We we are in the world, but not of the world. They, they over the disciples over here, like, does Jesus not care about us? Like, we're just like, oh my goodness. And they like, Jesus, they go, they go wake up Jesus, and Jesus is like, what <laughs> you know he just woke up like what's, what's good? good what's good and he was like it's a st- morning voice <laughs> what's good <laughs> they're like it's a storm going on do you not care about us he's, and he's like didn't di- didn't i tell y'all we're we going to the other side like did, did i did i just tell y'all we're going to the other side of this you, you think you think that i'm not my words are, are unvalid like yeah. like and, and and so he was like all right whatever, whatever y'all want peace be still I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> like, like, okay. But that's the thing though. Like they, they didn't. And, and we got to understand that the word says that Jesus was, he, he was tempted with everything we are tempted with. And he, and we can, Jesus, we can relate to Jesus because he went through these things. Jesus had to be the most, he had the most, re, he had the, 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 he he had a reason to be frustrated with people. Like he he had the the most valid reason to yeah, be frustrated. Rightfully like, so. Like especially with the disciples. Like like bro, you telling like you telling me? I just told you we're going to the other side. I told you we're going to the other side. Oh, it's a storm out here. So you worried? You don't have you don't have faith in what I'm telling you. See, and that's the thing. People are putting more faith in the things that they can see as opposed to the things that they can't see. And I understand. I understand. It's hard. It's hard for. It's hard to. I mean, it was hard for the disciples and Jesus and God. They understood how hard it was going to be. That's why they gave us sixty six books to build. And it's not just a book. It's a, it's a living book. So regardless of what you're going through, you can find something that you're that that'll line up with your with your situation. But the point is that mm, Jesus had the most valid reason to be frustrated with all these people. But 
we can trust in God. Like, and we understand it's not like wake up tomorrow and fully trust in God. Of course, he, he's okay with that. Just begin to take that step. Take some steps, small steps. Any steps are better than no steps. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, I mean, the disciples, these are guys like that were spending three years with him every day, like, you know, walking with him, seeing the miracles, seeing him raise the dead back to life. You know, like, mm. like he saw, they saw these things firsthand. And if they struggled with faith, like how much more important it is, is it for us Man. to make sure we stay filled up with the word of God? We stick around, like-minded Christian believers that uh, are able to sharpen our that are, that'll our build eye. us up. Yes, you know? facts. And one thing that we also need we need we need to know who Jesus is. Like yeah. we can mm, just a little snippet of my message. Like honestly, yeah, but there. but really, Get like on one bag. thing. <laughs> one thing that uh, that I know God has been telling me that I need to talk about is like we don't fully. And that people don't fully know like who God is and like they they have been told of something in the past or they heard something, they read something and they, they put their faith in what they see or what other people say and they don't know for right. themselves. And so when that falls through, they're like, OK, I guess God is flaky. No, you just didn't have a firm foundation on who God was or whoever taught you didn't teach you correctly or whatever it is. There's, there's so many reasons. But point is that like, we don't fully know and understand who God is. And, and we 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 like the disciples in that moment, like Jesus said, OK, we're you're gonna you, we're gonna make it to the other side, period, point blank. It, we're going to the other side, period. No, no questions asked. Jesus said it. OK. We're going to make it to the other side. No matter what it looks like out here, we're going to the other side. Yeah. And so I, I I should put all my faith into, into that because this is not – Jesus wasn't just a regular guy who right. could be flaky. No, he only did and said what the father did and what the father said. That's And, and, and it, it wasn't even until years later that the disciples really understood who Jesus was and – they they begin to well after Jesus left it wasn't until after Jesus left they fully understood okay like what he was talking about was for real and then years later they wrote the the scriptures but point being made is that we need to understand how Jesus sees us yeah because when Jesus met Peter and his brother he wasn't just, he was like hey do you want to can I can I use your boat it was like, just can I use your boat? And like Peter was like, sure. And then it got to the they, after the sermon, he was like, all right. Um, so y'all been fishing? Uh, y'all y'all want to go out for another for another for a catch? And and he's like, and Peter's like, uh, the, the, we were out all night, but whatever, sure, we'll, we'll go. Uh, I guess whatever, whatever you say, Rabbi. And and so they go out, and he said, okay, cast your nets to the side of the boat, and he's like. I <laughs> okay, like we don't you don't at first it was daytime. You don't you don't you don't fish during the daytime because fish will see the nets and they won't come to it. So that's why you gotta go at night and they were fishing all night, they ain't get no catch or whatever, all this stuff. But Jesus said, do it, put it on the side, put it on this side. And he's like, All right. So they do it. And and it doesn't really say this, but you can see like if when you read it that whenever he first met Peter, Jesus met Peter, and they met each other that Peter was doing this like oh, Okay, like, all right, 
okay, whatever you say. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm just doing it because you're asking me and you're a rabbi or whatever. Like, and this is when they first met, so he didn't really know him. Yeah. Peter didn't really know Jesus, like, but Jesus knew exactly who he was talking to. He knew that. This man was going to deny him three times. He knew that regardless that he was going to deny him three times, he was gonna, he was willing to cut somebody's ear off. He knew the the type of man Peter was because he saw him. And that's what we need to understand, that Jesus sees us for who we truly are. And we put so much faith into what we see and what we don't see in ourselves that we think that we can't do what God has called us to do. Yeah. But the thing is, we got to understand that God knows it all. God knows everything about us, every, every, I'm, I'm saying imperfection, but God doesn't see it as an imperfection. We see it as an imperfection. So every imperfection that we've said in ourselves that we don't like about ourselves, God saw that. God put that there for, for you to see it. And, and, and people around you and, t- and the teachers around you, your parents may, may be the reason why you say that about yourself, why you see this in yourself or why this and that. But God does not see you like that. God sees you as a masterpiece. God sees you as, as I created you. I put that there because I knew that you would, would do, something, do something great one day. And so whenever, whenever Peter's like, okay, he, he does that, he puts the net and, and it gets to the fish come, like so many fish come to the point to where their nets break and they got to call over the other, other boat and they're like, oh my gosh, like we need help over here. And they're all like trying to, they catch a net breaking hull of fish, hull of fish. It's so many of them. Yeah. It's so many of them. And then they're, and then that, that's whenever they begin, okay. And then Jesus is like, all right, are you willing to leave this job? Are you willing to leave your family job, your family, and come follow me? And they were like, "Yes." And see, yes. And to think of, like, to think about that, like a net breaking catch. Because I mean, at the end of the day, Jesus actually told him, he was like, "Put down your nets," because mm-hmm. like Jesus knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Oh, that's that's it. He said, "Put yeah. down your nets." But Peter was but like, Peter was like I'm, "I'm gonna put my put net down, yeah. my my singular net." Exactly. And. um but then even after that, to see, like, this is the biggest catch they've ever had. Like, this is, like, business is booming. Now, Facts. like, like this is, like. We getting paid. This is dollar signs. Facts. Like, this is money that, like, that they just, they just got. And Jesus asked, are you willing to give all that up for me? Mm. Are you willing to give that up and follow me? Man. Mm. Well, you about, you ready to preach, ain't you? Man, yeah. You ready for next weekend. The, and that's the thing, though. Are you willing to to give that up and follow him? Because that's what that's that's how you know you're tapping into spiritual maturity when you understand that okay, I'm trusting more in the things that I can't see than what I can see. I know what things look like. I know I know what would logically make sense in my mind, but am I willing to let go of the things that I want for myself? The and things I want tap- now. Yeah. Yeah, am I, yeah, am I really, am I willing to let go of what I want now over what I want most, mm. over what I need most? That's a fact. Are you willing? And when you read the word, you see time and time again, sacrifices, sacrifices, sacrifices that God asked for people to give and then sacrifices that people just offered through way throughout the Old Testament. And then we get to the New Testament, we get the ultimate sacrifice. So through the whole Bible, we see sacrifice after sacrifice. Clearly, it's important. Giving a, giving up something to God is important. And so for us to live this life and we're not sacrificing anything, it's pointless. <laughs> 
it's pointless when when you have a when you when you have a child, and I know you can attest to this. Um, when you get married, you have to be willing to sacrifice yourself for the other. The word says the 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 greatest expe- expression of love is to give your life up for your for those people who are around you. Yeah, and 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 if if you're not willing to if you're not willing to do that for your boyfriend, girlfriend, people in your life, maybe you have some some growing to do. And that's fine because you are 14, 15, 16, 17, however old you are listening to this, 32. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how old you are. The point is, is that you're right where God wants you to be. You're hearing this. So that means that's a start. That's a start. And you're it, sacrificing. Like you could be doing anything else right now. You could be listening to anything else right now. But you've <clears throat> you've decided to sacrifice that to try to f- uh, further yourself in your relationship with God. So I mean, that's a that's a start, and that's what it looks like. It doesn't have to be like we're not expecting you to um, to, to to give everything. I mean. Sacrificing yourself looks different for different people, but Facts. at the end of the day, understanding I'm putting God before anything else. Yeah, like yeah, I'm putting God before before it all, mm. and, and that, then trusting that He's going to lead you into uh, the place that you'll find true fulfillment. Facts, and God said He'd do it. The Word says that the, the beginning of your life will not look like the end of your life. Yeah, so there's. There is Greater so much. things are still to come. Facts. There are so much. No ears have not heard. Yeah. Eyes have not seen the plans that I have for you. There are so many scriptures that you can hold on to that God has given us to 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 put us in a place to where we're in that self-driving car. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, actually. You owning that business. You you living that you living that dream life. You having that dream job. You having everything that you you want out of life because you get you've sacrificed your now for Jesus later. Yeah. It's 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 all about sacrifice. If you want to if you want to grow, if you if you want to see new in your life, sacrifice. Sacrifice some things. And and the the greatest sacrifice what what is money? Like one of, one of the most things that that's talked about in the Bible is money because God understood that was going to be another thing that we we're going to struggle with love money, money, and 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 a lot of people say, oh, money's the root of all evil, but it's the love of it's money, the love exactly of that. Money. And and people like to take scriptures out of context every day, and so we just need to understand that. Understand that if we and, and maybe we're like, oh, I don't have money. Okay, you think you think Jesus came and just gave all his money away? No, he gave his life. Yeah, he gave his life. He understood that money wasn't it. I mean, he, he'll give people money when they when they needed it or whatever. But he understood it was his life that he had to give. He he was in a garden in Gethsemane. He wasn't asking, "Okay, God, how much I gotta pay to get out of this?" No, he understood. And he and and it wasn't. Jesus wasn't afraid. Jesus wasn't afraid about going to the cross. It, it wasn't like I'm scared to go to the cross. It was I'm in the garden of Gethsemane. I'm praying. Because I know that my flesh, because I, because he, because it was painful, it was a painful thing that he was about to get get ready to go do, and so it wasn't a thing that he was afraid to go do because he knew it needed to be done. He knew what he he was doing. He knew that this is something that had to be done. Period. Point blank, and nobody else could do it. Yeah. 
He knew that nobody else could do it, but he also knew that in doing so, that he would, it, it would benefit you. And so he had to do it. So he just had to suppress the flesh. He had to suppress his flesh. And, and he had to pray to God, okay? He understood, okay, let me go to the Father because that's where I get peace. And, and when I'm praying, instead of pr- praying a way to get out of this, because he was, he was like, God, if there's any other way, if, there's, if, there, if, there's, if I can pass, this cup can pass, then, then let it be done. But at the end of his prayers, he said, but not my will, your will be done. And so when we get out of our own, our, when we get out of, our, out of our own way and we're, okay, God, forget everything, all my baggage, all this that I care about, all this and that. Like, I just want to be here with you and I don't want my will to be done. I want your will in my life because your will is the best will. What you have for me is better than what I want for me. Even though I think because I have a plan set out, I've done all these different things. I've set up, I'm going to this school, I'm going to this, I'm doing that. If it's not God's will, it, it could be a great idea. It could be plan B to God's plan A. But if it's not God's plan for your life, you won't be fully f- fulfilled. Yeah. And that's that's the honest truth. If it's not what God wants for you, even if it seems good, even if that person goes to church, even if even if that that game is everybody's playing it, even if everybody's doing it, even if it, it seems cool, even whatever it is. If it's not what God wants for your life, it won't fulfill you. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so Jesus had to do it, and He knew He had to do it. He wasn't questioning if He had to do it. He had to tell His flesh that He was doing it, and 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 get to the point of peace that He was going to feel mm, this pain. He had to get to the place to where it was like, okay, I know I got to do it. So let me, let me, let me build myself up in the. In, mm, let me build my flesh up because my spirit is ready, but my flesh is weak. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that's exactly what I've never even thought about that. That's exactly what he was telling Je- Peter and John, the two people. He said, stay up with me. The flesh is mm. the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he was he told the, the, the two people that was with him exactly that. Just stay up with me. That's all I want. But that's exactly what he was going to pray because of that. Because his spirit was willing, but his flesh was weak. So he had to build up his flesh to, to, to get to the point to where we're not going to turn away from this. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Yeah. And I'm going to build myself up. Because my spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So that's why that's why we got to spend time in prayer. Yeah. Because our flesh will always turn back yeah. to the to the to the to the things that made us quote unquote feel good. Feel the, 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 yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I've never seen it like that. That's good. That's good. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's and that's that's what it takes. That's what it takes to tap into that spiritual maturity. Facts. Jesus is our ultimate example. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so we may or may not have a podcast next week. We may or may not. I don't know. We're, we're doing a lot next week. Mm-hmm. Get ready for the little conference. A little something, something. And I, if you're hearing this this Wednesday and you're coming to the conference, I would suggest you to tell a friend about the conference. Tell somebody 100% to come to the conference 
not because we want you to be, not because we want the big numbers. I believe everybody, you know, I know that everybody who comes to the conference is there for a reason yeah. because there's, because God is wanting to do something new in your life. And so allow God to use you. Step out, even though it may feel, I don't know if I can say that. I don't know how to say that. Whatever. Just allow God to use you. Yeah, 100%. That's how we make disciples. Facts. And, and we'll learn all about that in a week and a half. Facts. So you already know. We're going to go ahead and jump off here. Man, that was a good, that was a good podcast. Indeed was a good it was. One. I might really listen to this one for real. <laughs> you say that like I might. every I might. other week. Hey, hey, I might for real. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. That. We'll see what it look like. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump off here. It's 40 minutes in. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Or if you're listening to this at the, the end rest of, of the week, day, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's hump day. Whenever, whenever you may be listening to it. Uh, we know that's why we say this. You already know. If we hadn't said it already, good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. And good night. We'll catch you guys on the next flight. Stay blessed. Y'all got this. And we love you. <laughs>